Hey guys, it's Jessica. Welcome to episode two of the Pineapple Podcast. This one's called Amy. Today's guest, Amy, and her husband are really close friends of my husband, Shane's family. Brandon, her husband, is like a, another older brother to Shane. So today's conversation was really fun, and I was really happy and excited to do it. Her story isn't very different from the rest of ours. It includes heartbreak, but also a lot of hope and all those emotions in between. Amy and Brandon went through three rounds of IUI before going to IVF, and on their third round, they got a happy ending. Listen along. I hope you enjoy. Amy, thank you so much for sharing your story. Without further ado, here is Amy's infertility story. Know you wanted kids? Was it always something that you were like, yes, this is what I, I want? I did. Um, I did. Like, I've always wanted kids. I've always wanted a family. You know, like, I mean, all through high school and all through college, I, I babysat. Um, even all the way up, I babysat for the same family for like seven years. Oh, wow. uh, all, all the way, even after I graduated college, I still kept babysitting for them just because I had been with the little girls since they were like two and they were already six and seven. So I just, um, it was something that I just, I, I enjoyed being around children and I always wanted to like be a mom. Um, so it was something that, and my husband, and obviously Brandon, my husband felt the same way. He just always he what came from a big family and what as well and was like I want kids just as much as you do I think it'd be an awesome being a dad and you guys met how old were you when you guys met I was 29 so I met uh yeah we met a year I met we met in May three weeks before my 29th birthday um at Club Rodeo yeah, and a fun fact for people listening, that's where me and my husband met. <laughs> it's the it's Maybe the, it's country. the club rodeo thing. Don't don't meet your person there. You have to come through IVF. There's a lot of people that I've met at club rodeo, which is such a random place. And the same thing, we met through friends also. Um, Brandon, my husband, his really good friend was uh, was dating my really good friend from college. And so she had came up to me and she was like, you know, one of Steve's friends, I think he'd be a perfect guy for you. And I was like, oh God, I was like, no, I just was like, I was like, I had just gotten off of work. I'm like, no, like, can I just listen to the music and have fun? Like, no. And so I had talked to him for like five, I mean, we had talked obviously like the whole entire night, but then that night when I got in my car and drove home, I knew I was going to marry him. I knew it. And, and I was actually living with my mom and dad at the time um, because uh, I didn't want to rent out. It's too expensive. But anyways, I was living with my parents. And the next morning, I had told my mom and dad, I'm like, I met this guy last night and I'm going to marry him. And my mom was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and my dad was like, okay, well, don't tell him that right away. <laughs> like, I would like you out of my house at some point. <laughs> so do not tell him this until like six or eight months to a year. <laughs> yeah. And then so from then on, we just, we were dating and then moved in and got engaged and got married. So then 
fun things. And so we did that and then we were like, okay, it's time. So I went off birth control and we just kind of hung out and waited to see what happened. And then it's still like nothing was really working. So I was like, okay, like, let's be kind of like really serious about this. Let's start tracking everything. And um, a bunch of my girlfriends were also trying. So we were all like kind of trying different ovulation kits. Like one of my girlfriends was like, I tried the Target one. And then somebody else was like, I tried this brand. And so that was kind of like fun, obviously, like in the beginning, but then everyone got pregnant. So yeah, um, totally. So we were doing that. And then I happened to have to go to my OBGYN for my annual checkup. Um, And so when I was there, I was telling her that, you know, we've been trying for like nine months. I mean, really trying probably for like six months, but it's been a solid like nine to 10 months with not on birth control or anything. And so she said, so she, my period was very irregular. So she gave me some pointers on what to do as to like how to track your ovulation and different type of kids and like take your temperature and, you know, try to write down like how you're feeling and if you're feeling cramping and stuff like that. So she said, let's try that for like three months. And then if it doesn't work, come back because she had said, like mostly all the doctors say like a fertility doctor is not going to see you unless he's been really trying for a year. So I was like, okay, that sounds good. So we tried that still nothing. So she said, okay, well, why don't we just start with the basics? I'll send you to do blood work, have Brandon go to his doctor and do his blood work and testing too. And so um, everything came back normal on Brandon's side, but then my OBGYN called me and she had said, um, you know, your FSH level is really high and it's very high for somebody your age, like your FSH level. I think my FSH level was like an 18 and a normal person, my age, it's like a nine. Oh, wow. So it was really, so she's like, it's really high. And I think that might be causing some of the problems, but she's like, I'm not a fertility doctor. So she had given me a couple of fertility doctors to go to. So she's like, these are some of the fertility doctors I recommend. So I was like, okay. And when she, when we had that conversation, I, I remember thinking, I remember thinking, this is not going to be good. Like something is not right. I just felt it in my gut. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was talking to my mom and sister about it and they were saying, well, you know, maybe it's something small or something easy that the doctor has to do. Like, don't, you know, try not to stress too much about it. Like you don't have all the answers. So I was like, did your your mom have trouble getting pregnant at all? Or did she have irregular periods? Nothing. Yeah, nothing, nothing. And my sister had, didn't have any problems. All my cousins, like everybody around, around us, um, in our family, like there wasn't a problem or anything. Mm So, um, so we went to the fertility doctor, we met with him and they gave us like all the testing to do. He said, let's get all the testing done. Here's Brandon. Here's your testing, Amy. Here's your testing to do. Once everything's done, we're going to sit down, go over the results and see what happens. So, um, we know we went through everything, all the blood work, all the ultrasounds, um, Brandon's blood work and all his testing done. So about 
probably about two weeks after that, I was really, really anxious. I was like, okay, like I want to like know what's going on. Like what is like, I want to get answers. Yeah. A lot of it, the frustration part was like the unknown. I'm like, what is going on? Like, why isn't this not happening? And if everything is fine, then okay, that makes me feel better that maybe it's just not my time right now Mm -hmm. or our time right now. Mm -hmm. So we had, so we went to the doctors and the doctor sat us down and he had said, so I have good news and I have bad news. So we were like, great. Okay. "Okay." So he's like, well, the good news is, is everything is fine with Brandon. However, um, he's like, from all the, all the testing, it looks like you were born with not a lot of eggs. You just like every, he's like, he's like when a female is, is going through the process of in the womb, you know, that's when all of their organs are uh, completed. And so in the process of all that, that's kind of like when your body starts creating eggs and you have so many eggs and then each month, you know, they drop and, and so forth. And so, um, the doctor had said from all the tests, a normal person ovulates like 10, 15, sometimes more eggs, and you're only ovulating four. So your body doesn't have a lot of eggs to choose from during this process. He's like, I know it's still dropping an egg, but the chances of that egg being vital and positive for a pregnancy, um, he's like, they're just not very strong. So I was like, okay. So I'm like, I'm like thinking them, I'm like trying to stay positive and I'm like thinking in my mind, like, okay, is there medication to take? Is there vitamins I have to take? Is there a diet I have to yeah, take? What like, do I need to do to fix what this do I, problem? What do I need to do to fix this? And he was like, I'm really sorry. There's, you can't produce more eggs. Your body has so many eggs. So he's like, your, your levels are like a 44 year old. And you're only 33. So it'd be like a 44 year old trying to get pregnant. Yeah. So, uh, so I was like, Oh, I was like, okay. And so he's like, I really recommend you guys just going straight and doing IVF. I I have a question. At this point, your periods were still irregular. Like all that was still okay. Yeah. Yeah. Our, my period was, my periods were still irregular. And he said, he's like, um, I I'm going to be really honest with you. Your chances are not very high Um, with IVF. uh, Even with IVF, he's like, I recommend going straight to do IVF. Don't do an IUI um, and maybe possibly looking into an egg donor. So, uh, so I mean, Brian and I are like in this meeting and I'm just like blown away. Like totally. That's like exactly what happened to us. We're sitting okay. there and she mentions a sperm donor and we're like, what? It's, it went yeah, I mean, to like 60 so fast. Fast. I know, so fast. And the way they like talk about it is so casual. Like, I mean, the way, like, I remember he just was like, well, you might want to look into an egg donor. And I'm like, okay, that's like, I mean, this, that might be an easy conversation for you to have to somebody, but for me to take it, I'm like, um, that's somebody's like, egg inside of me choosing it I just I was like oh my I was like so we left and we were just like our heads were just like spinning um and I was just and I broke down and I was like hysterically crying and Brandon was hysterically crying and we were just thinking in our minds like why 
I, and I, for me, that was the hardest part going through all of this was I was like, why is this happening to us? Like, why is this happening to me? And like, why is it that out of everything, why did we get chose to take this path? Um, and I remember I was, I was so upset. Like my mom tried to call me and I had told my mom, my sister, I said, listen, like, I can't, I just can't talk to you guys right now. Like I need, I need time. Brandon and I just need time to like understand what's going on. I said, I'm like being pretty open with them about everything like up until that point. Yes. Oh yeah. No, for sure. Oh, for sure. No, I was like very open. Like my sister was like helping me trying to track, track everything while all this was going on. And my mom was like super helpful. Like everybody in the family was really, really helpful. But I just, I like after leaving that doctor's office, I felt like all of my hope that I initially had was just like dumped, like the odds are not high. And so I just would, I just felt like I was like, I just need, I need time to like myself to kind of absorb all the information yeah, and take it, it all, all in. Yeah, and process it all. So I had, so we, so the couple, like the next night we were like, okay, like let's sit down and like, let's talk about this. And like, we had gone through like all the paperwork and and the expenses of everything. And, and we were like, you had insurance coverage for, for right. So, so luckily, um, with my insurance, they covered three rounds of IUIs. So we were kind of like, and that's what my doctor said. He was like, listen, like, I know this is a lot of information. These are your options. You have IVF. If you want to do IUI, you can, but I, I recommend you going straight to IVF or, trying a couple rounds and then possibly looking at an egg donor. Mm -hmm. So we were like, okay, so we were kind of sitting down, kind of trying to talk about it, like looking at how expensive everything was. I had called my insurance. My insurance kind of told me what was covered, what was not covered. So we made the decision. We were like, why not start off with IUI? Like we don't, I, I don't know what's going to come out. The insurance is going to pay for three rounds. Yeah. So, right. I mean, really all we financially kind of. Doesn't hurt to try it. If it works. Yeah. If it works, it works. Yeah. So we did three, we did three IUI rounds back to back. It didn't work. So then, unfortunately, my insurance. How was that? How was that? Like, did you feel, because of the doctors, like what he said, did you feel like, okay, I'm not going to get my hopes up. Like, I know this might not work, yeah. but let's just try it. Or were, did you feel like you were really hopeful? Every I, was, I think I would probably have to say I was both. Um, a part of me was like, you know what, what do we have to lose? Let's try it. Um, Brandon was like really concerned about all the medication going inside of me. He's like, the first, very first time I like came home with all like the hormone you medication, he's like, do, uh. Did you have to do shots for IUIs? Yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. So the IUI, oh, you man, still You had do, a lot of shots over your yes. life. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I think there was, because since my, since my A count was so low, the doctors really wanted to try to get as many eggs out as they could. Yeah. So they jump started everything. So 
the amount of hormone medication that I was on was like double what a normal round of IVF is Did they talk about multiples then too? Like, hey, your chance of multiples is all Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so, I mean, at this point we were like, whatever, I don't care. Like, you know, as a baby. Yeah. I was like, yeah, if it's two, if it's three, if I end up being the Octomom or whatever she is, (laughs) whatever, we'll figure it out. Like at this point, we just want a healthy, like baby. Like, right. I don't care. Totally. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think it was like the first couple rounds of IUI I did. Oh my God. I think towards the end, I think I probably did like up to like eight shots a day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so we would have to do. And so Brandon was just like, oh my God, this is a lot of like medication going inside of you. And I'm like, well, I haven't been crazy yet. So I guess yeah. that's a good sign. Your body's handling it well. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so we did, um, we did three rounds of IUI and it didn't take, which is kind of crazy because I think it was on our third round. I was thinking about this the other day. And I think on our third round, we got, um, we got like eight, eight eggs out of that batch. And so the IUI is, is exactly like IVF, but they don't take the eggs out. Right. So you just basically time it where they know you're going to ovulate. And, and they, they like saw it. an ultrasound. Okay. You have yeah. these like eight big yes. follicles ready to burst. Okay. Burst. Yeah. And then, so then, um, then you have to take a shot like eight hours before you go to the doctors. And then in that eight hours, they're like, you have to come within this time. Like, do not miss this eight hour window. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, so we had done three back to back rounds. We started in December. We did one in December. We did one in January and we did one in February and like none of them took. So we were like, okay. And then in the process of that my insurance had changed and so the doctor we were under was actually no longer going to be under our insurance so we had to leave so we had asked him for any recommendations so he actually recommended Stanford Fertility Center which is where we ended up at and so we so I called them I made an appointment and we had met with her with the a, a new fertility doctor but then she was saying this she was saying well unfortunately i can't go off of the doctor's notes not that i don't trust them but i need to do my own evaluation so we had to do all the testing all over again so we had I to do all the ultrasounds all over again you, yeah i know how i'd feel how uh. do you feel with that i just was like oh, really or like i was like Ugh like okay and she actually it was kind of interesting though because she did add a couple other tests like she had to I had to do a tie-dye test where they check to make sure your fallopian tubes are open yeah I did Um, that yeah I didn't do that at the first place Um, but so she had me do that one Um, and then she also did the test with where they fill your uterus up with water and test oh, okay. Like the saline sauna? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we did. So those were two new tests. So at first I was kind of like, oh, these are new tests. Like yeah. maybe. I was like thinking in my mind, maybe they got something, something that the other doctor didn't find. And then she was like, no, I agree exactly what he said. So I was like, okay, great. Fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, so in the process, like we took a couple months off, um, and then 
we were like, okay, well, let's just straight go, let's just bite the bull and do IVF. Let's just, you know, we had done three IUIs. So we, so the, at the fertility place, they had like, literally they had package deals. <laughs> like if you buy three rounds of IVF, this is how much it costs. If you buy two rounds of IVF, this is, this is what it costs. Or you could buy six rounds of IVF. So we chose the three package deal. <laughs> so uh, the very first round, same thing, we did it, but they were able to take, uh, I think it was like five or six eggs. I know there was never more than six. I do know that for sure. But they were able to take five or six eggs and the embryologist said only one egg is good. And he graded it an A. So all the other eggs were not good or there you yeah. need all these embryos, but only one embryo was good. Right. So they, so they, she took all the eggs out, put it, put it with the sperm okay. and only one of them, Got was, it. only one of them took okay. only one out of six eggs. Only one of them was came up, embryo. came up like, okay, we feel okay. confident about this one. So we were like, okay, put it in, put it in two weeks later, nothing. So we're like, okay, round two. So round two again, same thing, got... So now did you have IVF coverage? No, I didn't insurance? have IVF. No, um, no, because... Oh, yeah, you bought the three. Change. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so, yeah, so now we're paying cash. So okay. we, uh, we actually took an equity line on the house. Yep, I get, I get that. And, and, yeah. And we're living with my yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> So we actually took an equity line to pay for our children. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. So, uh, so yeah, so we did that. And then we did a second round. Same thing. They were got about five or six eggs. Two of them, they graded one an A. And one like kind of borderline DRSE. So they were like, but the embryologist and the doctor said, sometimes if you put two in and one is really strong and one is not very strong, the other one helps the other one. Oh, interesting. I've never heard that. Yes. That makes sense. Like it creates like a good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess it creates a nice home. And then the other person says, well, if you're here, I'm here, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we, uh, so we were like, okay. So we ended up putting both of them in because we were like, well, what do you have to lose? Yeah. Um, and then two weeks later, again, did not get pregnant. So at this point, we uh, see we started in December. Um, I'm just trying to count back. Uh, but yeah, at this point, we had gone probably like seven, eight months of five rounds back to back to back to back to back. And the problem was, was I remember both the fertility, both of the fertility doctors told us this, is that the older I get, the harder it is for us to get pregnant because the older you get, your eggs kind of like, that's how you end up with menopause is you, you're the female cycle. You, when you hit menopause, you have no eggs. So there's no point in having a period. Mm -hmm. So they were saying your eggs are already like the average age of a 40, 45 year old, like the longer you wait, the harder it's going to get to get pregnant. So I was starting to get really discouraged. I was getting really frustrated. I was, cause everybody around me at this point either just had a baby, uh, or was pregnant. So I was going to baby showers and revealing parties. And I just was, I, I just, I just told Brandon that I just feel like maybe 
I've told Brayden, I said, I feel like maybe this just isn't meant to be, you know? I said, I don't mean to be negative and I'm trying to be positive. I had tried everything I had tried. I read online about different vitamins to take and different workouts to do and yoga, like prenatal or not. Like there's also like, there was like a yoga thing to like help with ovulation and like all this stuff. I was trying, I mean, I just was trying everything. I was, you know, eating right and exercising and I felt like I was doing everything that I could possibly do to help and it wasn't working and I was just get I just felt so defeated and I was scared for the future because I was more concerned that the older I get the chances of it working are less so I remember I told Brandon I said I feel like this is gonna like, this is it. Like, I just don't know if I have anything more to, to, to give and for anything else to like do. I feel like I gave it my all. And so, and so I had told everyone would agree with you. Yeah. And so I, five rounds. Yeah. And, and I just was like, and I, and I just was tired. And, and the hard part about it is I was tired of like, I was tired of kind of like talking about it because a lot of like friends and family, they were very supportive, but it just was like, and they knew like what we were going through, but it was also kind of hard because every time I was like at a barbecue or at, um, at some type of family event or a friend's house or something, and they would be like, so how's it going? Like, what's the update? You know? And, and, I just was kind of like, I just was tired of like, okay, well, we've done three rounds of dinner yeah. and we're moving on to IVF. And then people would be like, okay, so what does that mean? Like, what does IVF mean? Like, what, like what's going to happen now? And I mean, it, thinking back, obviously they were just caring. They were just trying to like, to just try to be as supportive as they could. But I just was really kind of tired of like talking about it. And I was upset that it was not working. Totally. So, yeah. And so, um, so I told Brandon, I said, I said, listen, we set this out where we would give it our all. And, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, like then maybe we take a year off and try again, or I don't know, or maybe take six months and buy, purchase another package. But the crazy part about it is we were trying to think like, okay, should we go on with our life and think like, okay, well, maybe we won't have kids. Like maybe this will be part of our life. Maybe it will just be you and I, which obviously wouldn't be horrible. I mean, I chose to marry you. So that's what I was going to ask. Did you guys have a conversation of, of, okay, if this doesn't work, like then what did you talk about adoption? Did you talk about, about the egg donor? So you mentioned the egg donor. Did you guys ever ever consider had, that like, a, had, like an option? Yeah, we had talked about an egg donor and we had talked about adoption, but we kind of like, we were kind of thinking, okay, this is something that maybe we'll put that off. And then it, as a last resort, if, if this is literally something that we don't have an option, then maybe we'll reopen up that door and kind of visit it and then just kind of see what happens. So at first, like Brandon kind of like what you said, Brandon was, my husband, Brandon was saying like, well, you know, we could look into adoption or we could look into egg donor. And a part of me was like, let's just get through this round and maybe take a couple months off and then like revisit it, you know, and just kind of wait and see what, see what the future like kind of holds. And so, and so we had, 
So I went and picked up all the shots, did it. We. And this is round number six. This is round number six. Okay. Yeah. So this is our third round of IVF and our overall six rounds because we did Got three IUI. This is our third round of IVF. And this is our last package deal. This is okay. it. The last one <laughs> in the package. <laughs> this is the last of the package. <laughs> and so, um, and I was sitting there. Um, we were getting ready to do the egg retrieval because they put you under for the egg retrieval. And it was actually the night of. Uh, my my brother-in-law's wedding <laughs> yes it was actually the night of kyle's wedding <laughs> and so um we did the egg retrieval and the doctor's like okay she's like i actually feel pretty good she's like we were able to get eight and Brad and I looked at each other because uh, prior to doing the egg retrieval, the doctor would do an ultrasound and she was actually only looking at four to five eggs. So she, or follicles. I can't, I can't remember if it's eggs or follicles, but um, the doctor had said, you know, uh, we're only looking at four or five. And so I was like, okay. So she did the egg retrieval and she was like, I got eight out. And I was like, eight? I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. And she was like, I know. She's like, I'm excited. She was actually like so excited. And I was like, okay. Um, and so they so they did all the testing for them. And the embryologist called me and said, I have four that like took. And I was like, and at first I was like standing in the kitchen and I remember I had the phone on speaker and I was like looking at my husband and Brandon's like, you look, this is like good news. Like, this is exciting. I'm like, do you have the right chart? Like, I'm like, I've never I, had this before. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I have not had this in nine months before. I'm like, can you verify my birth date and name again? Like, are you sure this is accurate? And he was like, no, he's like, this was like a really good month. Oh, Did you okay. change anything? Did you change anything? No, change no, nothing. No, nothing. I didn't change anything. So we were like, okay. So my husband, Brandon, had actually started a new job. And so he couldn't be there for the egg transfer. So we had chose two of them. One was an A and one was a B. And then the other two were two Cs. Um, and we actually decided to put the two C's away to maybe possibly freeze them. And then maybe if, like that, if that would work. Um, but so then the funny part about it is my husband started a new job and he was like, I, I don't, same thing. Like not really a lot of his people, uh, everyone at his work kind of really knew what was going on. His boss knew what was going on, but that's about it. So he was like, I'm not going to be there at the for the eight tra or for the transfer. And I was like, it's fine. At this point it had been like my six rounds. So I'm like, whatever, it's fine. Like it's really not that big of a deal. And so my mom was like, well, I don't want you sitting there all alone. And I'm like, oh, it's like, sure. Then come with me. Mm -hmm. So we're in the process of like doing it. And I, I mean, it's like crazy. Cause I remember like it was yesterday and, and there I am like sitting in the chair, like with my feet up and like the embryologist is coming in and out. Nurses are coming in and out. And my mom's like, this is like really intense. She's like holding my hand. She's like, are you sure you're okay? Like, are you sure you're okay? I'm like, yeah, mom, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> and then, and the nurses and the doctors were kind of making jokes. Like, 
the doctor was saying, she's like, I don't think I've ever had a mom, but like be in here if this actually takes to like <laughs> be a part of like the grandchild's conceivement. So it was, we were all like, kind of like, and all the nurses were cracking up about it and we were all kind of laughing. And so I walked out and I just felt like it was kind of weird. Like I felt really, really like relieved. I kind of was like, okay, you know what? whatever happens happens like my mom and I went out to lunch and we went to Stanford shopping center and like walked around and did some shopping and um it just was like a really like chill kind of like day I didn't feel like I was walking on eggshells like I had done in the past I wasn't like those like the two weeks that went by waiting it act they actually went by surprisingly like really fast um, usually I was like thinking in my mind, like, oh my God, is it it? Or like every little feeling that I would have, I would be like, is that a pregnancy? Is that not a pregnancy? Um, but I just kind of like, just put everything aside and just worked. And, um, Brian and I would go out to dinner, like almost every night and I didn't really think about it. And then two weeks later, the doctor called me and she's like, I have good news. She's like, you're pregnant. And I was like, holy shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah were you in shock like I was definitely I I was definitely in shock and then and then the funny part about it is is um I had had a um every every three months my sister and all my cousins and I go out to dinner with everybody and my cousin her and her partner they went through um IVF um her and her partner, Annie, um, they went through IVF, um, using a sperm donor and everything. And so she's my cousin, Janine and her partner, Annie was, was saying that like they were, and they also had twin boys. So they were saying, well, the higher, the higher the blood read, the blood test is the chances of it being twins is, is like, probably pretty high mm-hmm. so we're like sitting there at dinner and on at stanford they have like a my health app so she's like let's look at your number and so i like looked at my number and we hadn't found out yet i think i was only like four weeks pregnant at this point we hadn't done the six week ultrasound yet so we didn't know if it was twins or not and she looked she looked at them she's like oh that's high it's twins it's twins <laughs> she's like i'm telling you it's twins she's like that's exactly how annie's number was it's twins so we were, I was like, okay. So sure enough, we went to the six week ultrasound and, um, they both took and, um, the doctor's like, everything looks really good. She's like, they're measuring the right size. Like we heard their heartbeats and she was How was that moment for you? Like, was it like, could you breathe again? Like, were you, how were you even before that? Were you scared every day that something I was, would go wrong? Yes. I was definitely like, I was definitely scared every day. Like I had, um, I worked, I worked in retail. I worked at Target, um, all, I mean, for like 10 years, all the way up until I, I had the twins. And I mean, it's, you know, you're on your feet all day and you're bending down, picking up stuff and you're like surrounded by a lot of people. And so I was kind of like thinking like, am I doing too much? Am I not doing, am I like, I, I was very nervous, like being around that part. And I would, I remember like, I would email like the doctor's nurse and I'd be like, 
should I be bending down like this? Is this okay? And she was like, if that's what you do, yes. She's like, it's, it's totally fine. Just keep up with your normal like activity. Um, she's like, it don't worry about it. So I was like, okay, we were, I mean, I was really nervous. There was a couple of like our close family knew and really close friends knew, but as far as like everybody else, I didn't, we didn't like announce it until after my first trimester, Mm -hmm. Uh, just because we want, we really just wanted to make sure like everything felt good. And I wanted to get past the first trimester before we made like the big announcement. Mm -hmm. So then the twins were born. The twins were born. Yeah. And now it's good. (laughs) And the twins were born and we were in a two bedroom, one bath house. Yeah. And my husband's a contractor and he's like, I think we should rebuild our house. I said, sure. Why not? We got rid of all of our baby stuff, tore our house down to the ground. Well, I have a, okay. I have a question. Yes. Did you guys talk about what, like, like, did you want more? You had two more embryos. Um, well, yeah. So we, that's, that's a good question. So we, we had, when the twins were two, we had talked like, should we have more? But we were very much set, like, you know what? Like, we have two healthy girls. Um, like, let's call it a day. We're done. And so we ended up finding out that the two eggs that were possibly able to be frozen, the embryologist told me that he's like, honestly, I think that they would freeze fine, but to de-thaw them and then put them back in you, I don't think that they would survive that whole process. Mm. So we were kind of like, okay. And so I was to a point where I'm like, I am not doing that again. Like, I'm like, no way, Jose. I'm like, no, I'm not going through IVF again. Like, I like, no, it's not happening. I'm like, nope. So we were, we were mentally like, we were mentally like, we're done. We're, we're mentally, physically, like, we're very happy. Like, let's build our dream home. Let's design our house. Let's build our dream home. We were in the neighborhood that we absolutely loved. And we were like, let's just, let's do it. So we, we obviously, like, took everything out of the house. I got rid of all the baby stuff. All the baby stuff. Cribs, strollers, car seats, clothes, everything, everything that involved anything with the, with the baby, I got rid of. I gave it to friends and family and I got rid of it. Tore the house down, moved into my parents' house, couch surfed, uh, set up pack and plays a lot, a lot. I'm a pro at packing plays. <laughs> <laughs> and in the process of doing that, we found out we were pregnant naturally without anything (laughs) i want you to like because i've heard this story before but i want you to retell it about how that day went (laughs) so i uh i was potty training i was at my mom's house i was potty training the twins and as anyone that has gone through potty training their child it is a nightmare and not only is it a nightmare but i had two So (laughs) thankfully my mom was there to help me and the girls, it was a month before their third birthday. I was at my mom, we were at my parents' house. Brandon was at work. My dad was golfing. My dad was a big golfer. And so we were potty training the girls and I kept having to go pee. 
like I kept having to go pee. I'm like, why do I have to keep having to go pee? And I kept thinking, well, maybe it's just because I'm potty training the girls, you know, not thinking anything about it, like at all, not thinking anything about it. So my, I had put the twins down for a nap and my mom, I had a couple errands to run and we belonged to a couple wineries, but our winery couldn't get shipped to our house because of like the construction and everything. So I go to the UPS store and my husband Brandon calls me and he's like, Hey, how's the day going? How's potty training? We're just talking. And so I had told him, I said, you know, I, I told him, I said, you know, I have to keep going pee. And he's like, what? And he's like, maybe you're pregnant. I'm like, no, I'm not pregnant. That can't be possible. So I went into Walmart. I picked up a pregnancy test. I came home and I was like, I, even though I was 35 years old and a grown woman married with children, I still like hid the pregnancy test walking through my parents' house. <laughs> like I was like 18 or something. <laughs> So I go to the bathroom, I take it, and it comes back positive, and I'm like, no freaking way, like, no way, no. So I take another one, and I'm like, and that one comes back positive. I'm like, holy, oh my God. I'm like literally in the bathroom, like trying not to have a panic attack. So I come out of the bathroom, and my mom's like, are you okay? And I'm like, you need to sit down. Or I need to sit down. Like, we both need to sit down. And my mom's, like, kind of, like, got nervous. Like, okay, is everything okay? And so I'm, like, I just took two pregnancy tests, and they came back positive. And my mom's, like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> and my mom and I are just, like, sitting there, like, wait, wait, what? My mom's, like, are you sure? So I was, like, okay, maybe you're right. So I run back, and I, read I like, look at the test. And I'm, like, no, it's positive. I know I read it correctly. <laughs> So I'm like, my mom and I are just sitting there like, holy shit, like this is insane. Like this is crazy. And so my dad had come home from golfing and my and so my dad comes walking into the house and he's like, uh, you guys okay? Well, yeah, and you haven't told Brandon yet. No, I had not no, yeah, I had not told Brandon yet. I had not told Brandon yet. So my dad comes walking in, he's like, You guys okay? And I'm like, um, I'm pregnant. And he's like, wait, what? And I'm like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh. And a typical dad, like, oh, congratulations. That's great. And it, like, goes and changes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, typical dad. Like, typical You're like dad. no, it's a much bigger deal than that because I didn't <laughs> think this would happen. Yeah. I mean, just a typical, like, dad thinking back. Like, yeah, that's great. All right, let's go. Uh, so then uh, we're like, my mom and I are, like, now in the kitchen. And we're just, like, still trying to, like, wrap our head around everything. And my dad comes up and he's like, uh, has anyone told Brandon? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, you need to tell him. And I'm like, I know I have to tell him. I just like, I'm like we literally just found out like an hour ago. Like I'm still trying to get all the, like gather all this. And so my mom and dad, they're really sweet. They're like, well, why don't you guys like go out to dinner? Like we'll watch the twins. And you guys can, you know, you can, you can like surprise him at dinner. Like, this is like, my mom was super excited. My mom was like, this is so exciting. There's going to be another baby. And she was like, I just can't wait. And she just was like super excited. And I just was still like in shock because I had mentally, I was mentally like, no, we're not having any more, you know, like we were like, no, like we're done. Like the, we built, we like drew plans around 
two children inside of a house. <laughs> like the third bedroom was going to be an office and a playroom. And like, I was like, I was like, no, I was like, I was like, just still trying, trying to gather everything. I was like, oh my gosh. So I was like, okay, all right, I'm just going to call him. And my mom and dad were like, you can't call him. Like, you just, you're like, this is like a big deal. Like, take him out to dinner. I'm like, I'm just going to call him because we're like, we're literally building a house. He's going to be shocked. And if he passes out, then he passes out at work. He doesn't pass out at the house. Like, you're both 75 and apparently I'm pregnant. If he passes out, how are we going to pick him up? Like, and my husband's a big man. <laughs> like, this is not going to work out so well. So I call him and uh, he had actually, thankfully, just gotten to the office. He, had, he wasn't driving around anymore. So I was like, hey, I have something to tell you. And he's like, okay. Uh, he's like, what's up? What's going on? And uh, I was like, um, so um, I took a pregnancy test and I guess you were right. I'm pregnant. And it was dead silent. Like, dead silent on the phone. I was like, hello, are you there? Hello? He's like, yeah, I'm here. I was like, uh, like, he's like, wait, you're pregnant. I was like, yay, I'm pregnant. And he's like, holy shit. He's like, uh, are you sure? I was like, yeah, like, apparently I'm pregnant. I took two pregnancy tests. And he's like, okay. And it's like, dead silent. I'm like, are you okay? Do you need me to come to work? Are you going to like pass out? And he's like, no, I'm going to go to work. He's like, yay. <laughs> he's like, okay, now I really have to go into work because now I have three kids to feed and pay for. <laughs> yeah. so he's like, okay, I'll see you at home. <laughs> and then the crazy part about it is I was, I was like thinking back is Right before we had naturally like gotten pregnant, I was at my annual checkup with my OBGYN and I love my OBGYN. I love her. She's fantastic. And she was joking around and she was like, well, you're not on birth control. And I was like, Dr. Levine, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, no, I'm like, we've, I haven't been on birth control like almost seven, six, seven years. Like we, I got off of it a year and a half and then I had the twins and we went through, obviously before the twins, I went through in vitro. So it was like, no, like nothing happened. She's like, okay. And so uh, I was like, no, I'm like, I'm not going to go on birth control. And I never liked how birth control made me feel. So I was just kind of like, no, I'm not going to go on birth control. Like you're crazy. So then, um, so then uh, when I had called the doctor's office and I was like, you know, I need to make an appointment and go in. And so she's like, okay. So I, we went to the doctor's office and there, Bray and I are like sitting there in the office and she comes walking in and she goes, well, 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 what do we have here? She's like, oh, little miss. Oh, I don't need birth control. I'm not going to get pregnant. <laughs> I mean, that is like, it's still so, I mean, amazing. And like, I like just love it. It's so, it's wild. Yeah. So, yeah. So she was so, I know the, and then the crazy part about it is obviously like when you're not, when you're not thinking about it, you know, you're like thinking, 
you know, like I wasn't tracking my period. I wasn't, I, I hadn't done anything in three and a half, oh, and almost four years. I hadn't done anything. So of course that's like the next question is like, when was your last period? I'm like, yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like even to this day, I still like don't track it. I mean, I've, my fallopian tubes are tied, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> but even like it happened once, it could happen again. <laughs> yeah, I know. My gosh. <laughs> but uh, but even like to this day, I mean, it's I yeah. Even back then, I was like, I'm like, I don't want to go my period, and so we did an ultrasound, and I was actually almost like eight weeks pregnant. I mean, which is pretty far along. So then, so then I was yeah. So then I was kind of like starting to get like nervous again like oh my god I was but I haven't been on anything in like in eight in eight weeks I didn't take any prenatal vitamins is she gonna come out okay <laughs> yeah. did you once you found out did you like get nervous again I like I've heard and I could see how this would be where people who've gone through like IVF or yeah. things not working where it's like it's trauma and yeah, did you feel like is. all of a sudden you were like, oh my gosh, okay, I was, like back yeah. to that headspace? Yes, I was. I was, I was like super, I was like super duper. I was very like nervous, especially having like very active three year old twins. Like, you know, we're, I mean, we're just constantly at the park or going for scooter and bike rides and everything. And we're like trying to move into a house and just do like, and celebrate their third birthday and go through all that whole process all over again. I just was like thinking like, should I, I shouldn't be lifting this box or should I be lifting that box? You know, you still like take a step back and, um, he's like hesitant. And then I was like, I remember one time I like Googled, I'm like, how long does the, hormone medication like lasts in your body I was like maybe it's like the after effects of like all the hormone medication I took but uh it only stays in your body for like six months I think it was so and it's also kind of crazy though because when you go through in vitro you do and you have or and you go through in vitro you have a lot of ultrasounds and a lot of appointments and check-ins and stuff but when we naturally got pregnant with Addison like we I think I only had like three ultrasounds in nine months. Mm -hmm. So I was even more concerned because I didn't really get a chance to like see her that much. Mm -hmm. When I was pregnant with the twins, we just went through so many ultrasounds. I was able to see a lot more of them and like get more like testing and measurements and check-ins and stuff. But then I was like, oh God, then I really started to get there. I was like, oh my God, I hope she turns out okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep. because they, they're, I mean, everywhere you read is take your prenatals certain yes. amount of months before yes. you think you're going to get pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, and building a house, like I was drinking a lot and, and I was like thinking in my mind, like, oh my gosh, like, I mean, we were like drinking lots of wine and just hanging out because it's like, you're just mentally like not thinking about it. It's just. Yeah. Is you're well, when you're told like you have that. like no chance of conceiving now, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially uh, three years later, yeah, there. three years, yeah, three years later. I mean, it was a pretty, like, uh, pretty, like, de- pretty good sized three year gap to like mentally be like, okay, we're we're like, we're good, see you later, yeah. So, and then she presented us into her life, 
I know, and I have three beautiful girls. I do. I have three beautiful, crazy girls. <laughs> <laughs> My poor husband is surrounded by a lot of glitter, princess, pink, purple, unicorns, and Hello Kitty. <laughs> He's a, he is such a good guy. So <laughs> perfect one to have, have three four girls. women in his life. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, Okay, I have a couple questions. One is, and you kind of said how there wasn't much available for you to like get information and really reach out to, but was was there any really resources that you felt like were helpful or? Not really, I mean, not really. There was one of our friends of a friend that did, they actually, but they were a lot older. They were like in their 50s. so they actually went through in vitro, but the sister carried the twins. Okay. Carried the twins. Um, but they were kind of like really the only people we, I mean, we had dinner with them and um, I mean, they were super helpful and they were like, we understand like your frustration and um, uh we understand like, you know, it was nice to interact with them and have dinner with them. But for the most part, I mean, there wasn't really like Facebook was around, but it's not, there's a lot more support groups on Facebook compared to how it was like six years ago. Um, And then like I kind of said is when we, when I, when I did feel comfortable to like tell everybody and like make the announcement and I was very open on Facebook. I was like, we got pregnant through in vitro. That's how I got twins. And then that's when everybody, that's when I started to get a lot of messages saying like, Oh my gosh, we, we got pregnant through in vitro too, or we're going through right now. Do you have like any advice? So, I mean, that is the downside is that there's just not they're just back in like six years ago, there just wasn't really a lot that I found to try to like connect, to try to connect to and share or, or just reach out to someone and be like, like how, like, how did you stay positive through this? And like, how, like, how did you and your husband work together to get through everything? Yeah. How did you guys work together to get through everything? We did. We did. Such a hard, it, it can really yeah it is it is hard it is really hard and I think like um I think back and I think the thing that we always like find found a way and we still kind of do this even when things are crazy we always kind of find find some type of humor in it you know and so um like I remember when I worked and we were going through IVF I still um I would need to do the shots, but like they were give. I had to do them at certain times and sometimes they were at like eight o'clock at night and I would be working at Target. And so my, my husband would be like, Hey, your drug delivery's here. You know, <laughs> and I'd have to like run out to the parking lot and, you know, like do the shot like really fast. And, um, but I think that's the biggest thing is you, you have to find some way to, you have to find some type of humor after going through all of this. Yeah. You know, I mean, even to this day, we kind of joke around with the twins. We were like, hmm, I wonder who is the A and who is the B. Like, yeah. <laughs> totally. yeah. you know? well, that kind of, that's like, so in my, in my episode, I said how I like made a dating game for yeah. like our yes, zero down. Exactly. And I, yeah. if I sat there and when I really thought about it, it was just like, 
really sad and yeah. so not what we thought. So I was like, I need to somehow make this fun and yes, a better exactly. experience because otherwise oh, it's, sure. it's hard. And yes, it is. It is. It is really, really, it's very hard and it's an emotional roller coaster and it is really, really hard to go, to go through, uh, to go through this experience. And, um, I think that's the thing is you have to try to find some type of humor because after going, like, I remember now after going through so many rounds, you can, you could just constantly beat yourself up. Like why it's not working, why it's not working. Like, did I do something wrong this round or did I do something wrong that round? Um, but at the end of the day, from what I feel like at the end of the day is when it's the right time, it is, it truly is going to be your time. Um, and, and just have like, just, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad I did those six rounds and I'm glad I didn't give up. Mm-hmm. Even though there was times where I wanted to, and there were times where I would get my period and I would just be so frustrated. I just would want to punch a hole in the wall and be like, are you kidding me right now? Like I have to do this all over again. Like why did this not work? Um, but I'm glad I powered through it and I'm glad I didn't give up. Mm-hmm. Well, that answers my next question. My next question was what piece of advice would you give somebody going through it? So Aww. have fun. Try to make, try to yeah, make fun. Have fun. Yeah. Try to find a silver lining Yeah, and don't, and if this is something that, and this is, this is something that is, I'm, it is going to be hard, but I know that I'm glad, I'm glad we didn't give up and I'm glad I powered through it. And, and I'm glad that, and it really truly does. Like, I remember when the twins came, I was like, when you look at those babies, you will look at them completely different than anybody else will because you knew everything that you had to go through to have this baby happen and like I said that day when that happens and you're holding that baby you're just gonna have that baby on your chest and you're gonna be like this was it was it was all worth it and you're gonna like have a love for that child like no other How awesome was that story from not knowing if she was going to be able to even get pregnant from IVF to having a surprise third baby. Amy, thank you again so much for sharing your story. For all of you listening, please share this episode and this podcast on your social media. I love seeing me tagged in them and knowing that you guys are listening and connecting with these stories. It makes it all worth it. Another reminder that you can follow along and see more stories on my Instagram at the underscore pineapple podcast. If you are somebody who has gone through this or is going through it and want to share your story on the podcast, please reach out through Instagram as well. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll talk soon.